Well, what is up, podcast universe? This is the Not Allowed Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan. This is the place where each week we take a deep dive into Jesus's hot take on faith, church, and pop culture. With me, as always, is Jared, Heather, and Carissa. On today's episode, we're talking about leaving your church. The good, the bad, and the downright ugly reasons people give when they feel like parting ways with the church they've been attending. We're throwing in our two cents right here, right now. All right, guys. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, I I do want to point out that we are talking about somebody leaving the church that has been here for a while, right? That's right, yes. They're connected. They have friends. Yes. Their kids go here. Right. They're not church hopping, trying to find their church. This is someone who's planted themselves. They've been going to this church for quite some time, but they feel like they want to leave. We're going to go talk about those reasons. Okay. So good reasons first. Carissa, I'm going to shoot it to you. Give me a good reason that you think people should leave their church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, first one that comes to my mind is if uh, your church is um, legalistic. So uh, basically that means if there is a lot of shame, um, there are a ton of rule-keeping, external rule-keeping, Um, it feels very religious. It feels like you're just, uh, kind of a part of a country club. There's no evident life change happening in your life or really anyone's life around you. Kind of just like a pay to play kind of church. Yeah. Just kind of like tick the box. Yeah. Obligation met. Um, and (laughs) there's a lot of that type of, um, church experience, I think, especially in the South. Um, and I think if, if that's something that you realize yeah. um, and you want something more and you, you know that there is something more and that um, Jesus died for something more um, in his church, then, yeah, that's a good reason to leave. Yeah, I wanted to add to that, too, because it's like some people would think, how do I know if I'm in a place like that? Because a lot of the times and we've probably all known this because we've probably been a part of this, you don't know that you're in the middle of a, yeah. of a legalistic, mm-hmm. religious <clears throat> you know, situation. You kind of wake up to it. Um, but some cues would be like shame-based preaching. Mm. Um, so when every message is like getting laid on thick and it's just shame-based mm-hmm. that's yeah. forcing you to change... Um, you know, that's not, that's not exactly God's way. Like scripture tells us that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. So God's never going to like shame you into life change. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can always tell by if it's like a real shame based culture, you know, that you're in. Um, I had another thought too. Um, but it's, you know, I, I've been a part of that kind of church. Um, and it was not su- super evident at the beginning. Um, and even when I figured out that I was part of this, it was hard to cut ties mm-hmm. because I knew I would be shamed for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Shame is the theme of right. a place like this. Absolutely. So if that, if shame becomes the theme of your life and your walk with Jesus, mm-hmm. that's like super evident. Jesus came to give us abundant life. I think you just said that. So if it's not a life-giving right. place, if it feels life-sucking mm. and shame-ridden, guilt-ridden, then that's a totally okay reason yeah. to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, it's important to point out too that if you know somebody in that situation, you're probably not going to be able to tell them mm. what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. and no. then them receive it. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is something I think that is a self-realization because yep. mm-hmm. you can talk to your blue in the face yeah. and Absolutely. it's probably just going to make them be even more staunchly <laughs> yes. planted. Yes, mm. because like I, I have a time in my life that was, you know, um, this was what I was living yeah. and there was no way you were going to convince me out of mm. that. Right. So I could argue till the cows come home mm-hmm. about why this was the right way. Mm-hmm. It totally had to be 
an awakening, just some kind of something that, you know, just shakes you and wakes you up to the fact that you're not in a healthy place. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, I think you had a, uh, a good reason that kind of leads itself. Yes. So another good reason that you could walk away from your church is that if you're just staying there because of tradition, um, and by tradition, I mean, the only reason you're there is because your mom and dad went there and their mom and dad went there and you were raised in this church. So that's the church you're going to be a part of. Um, anything like that, because that's, that's not really your faith. That's just a legacy thing. Hmm. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure that's what Jesus had in mind. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's, uh, it can stifle growth, Christian growth? Yeah, I do. I think it can get you stuck just at a very elementary level of what the church means to you. Yeah. So it, so it should be a life-giving community where there's, you know, there's a, a give and a take, a serving. But for some reason, when you're just going to church because it's tradition, because your family goes there, it feels way more like an obligation yeah. and way mm-hmm. less like I get to go here. Right. It's more like I have to go here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in ministry, uh, we see ministers are kind of in and out a lot of times. You know, they'll be there for five, six years, sometimes less. Um, and you have these families. It's almost like, the political mm. power, you know, this, this family has been here for yeah. 30 years. And if you're mm. part of this family, you hold some power mm. at this church. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's bad for the person, right. but it's also bad for the church because mm-hmm. they, a lot of times those people hold more power mm. than the pastor. Yeah. Because people look to them Mm -hmm. and say, oh, they've been here for, their family's been here for 80 years or since the church was founded. And so I'm going to look to them for what they they want to happen at church and what they want to see done. Yeah. And what carpet color we're going to pick. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good at all. It's almost like if you are more attached to the building Mm. than to what is happening, the mission, vision, values, all of that in the church, then you probably need to evaluate where you where you are and that might be a good reason to, mm. to leave yeah church. well I th- and I guess you start with some questions to ask yourself is if my family didn't go here would I mm-hmm. and if this church wasn't located here would yeah. I go here mm-hmm. yeah yeah and those the answer to those two questions might be very telling mm. if a different church of a different religion <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. bought this building would I still go and there? would you, and if you still would go there Probably. you might have an attachment <laughs> to the wrong thing um, yeah so tradition is not a good reason yeah, well, to that's, stay that's yeah. a perfectly fine reason I'm a, I'm a pastor if, if someone came to me and said Hey Jared, the only reason I've been coming here is because my family has been coming here right. I'd be like oh my, get out of here because yeah. that's not good. It's right. just not good. Yeah, You shouldn't be forced to stay somewhere just because that's the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good. Okay, so a few other good reasons to leave the church are if you don't agree with mis- the mission of the church, theology of the church, or mm-hmm. you don't trust the leadership enough to give your money uh, in the form of your tithe to the church, then those are good reasons um, because that's like deep level stuff where if you're not if you're not down for the mission or the theology and you don't feel comfortable giving your money, you should trust um, the church to to use your money to steward the money that you give yeah. properly. And so if you if any of those are your reasons, definitely good, appropriate reasons to leave a church. Yeah, I liken this to like if you were in a relationship, so mission and theology, if you were in a relationship, and one of the people wanted kids, but the other didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. a that is a breakdown in a in a mission in a future that you believe in. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is going to cause problems at some point. It will. So yeah. if I were talking to a couple early on and I noticed that, I would say this that's a core thing. That's a right. big Absolutely. thing. Mm-hmm. So mission theology always good, and the the trust thing. I would say the same thing for mm-hmm. a couple. I, I, you know, like hey, we're in this relationship. I don't trust him. I don't trust yeah. her. Yeah. That's not good. You can't have a relationship without trust. And so if right. it's not there, there's not. it's not good for anybody yeah. right. if there's no trust. Right. So that's those are two very clear cut, perfectly fine to walk away. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think if you are thinking of the church being like a family and it should feel like your family, um, I mean, right there, like what you said, if, if there's trust issues, if you don't believe in the vision of uh, the church, where the church is going, the direction that the church is going, um, just like if you were a part of a family and a community where you didn't believe, you didn't trust the people uh, in that family, you didn't believe in the direction that you were going in, there would need to be some conversation. There would there would be there would begin to be a, a breakdown um, of what that church is trying to accomplish because you don't you're not. Uh, yeah. There's no harmony. Yeah, and harmony and peace and unity is huge in the body. Right, and every single member of the body is important. Right. Every single member of that church has a part in the direction that that church goes in and who that church is, the, yes. the, the identity and the DNA of that church. And so if, there, if you are, as a member, feeling separate and right. feeling like an outsider, feeling like right. I just can't get with this mission for whatever it reason, work. it's just not going to yeah. work. You can't be a rogue member of the body. Like right. it's the whole point is we're in this together. We're moving in the same direction. Yeah. Um, so if you're thinking about it f- for your own personal growth, but also for the, for the health of that church. Right. It's yeah. That's what I'm saying is like some, when it comes to these good reasons to leave a church, mm-hmm. it's good for everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. good for everybody. Yes. It's always a win win with these situations because for you to stay at a place that is clear you you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. That's not just hurting you. It's right. hurting a lot of other people Absolutely. for sure. So you do. You have to you kind of have to get out of there. Mission and theology. Um you don't trust leadership, can't give your money cuz there's no trust. You got to you got to ha- have a yeah. conversation. I like what you said about conversation too cuz I do think that that is a necessary part of leaving the yeah. church in a good way. Yes, yeah. that's a good point. Is a good having point. a conversation because it is likely maybe there is miscommunication. Yeah. Maybe there is something that we're not understanding, you know, so it's not always healthy to just jump right to the the worst, you know, conclusions and stuff like that. Right. Conversations are great when it comes to parting ways. Yeah. Yes. Um, so have a conversation. Another... <laughs> I don't know, you know, why why this would happen. I know it does happen occasionally, but another really good reason that you should leave your church is if the leadership asks you to leave. <laughs> and I know that, you know, the stories we could tell, um, <laughs> sometimes sometimes we are hurting the uh, the culture and we don't know it. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes we stay longer than we should. Yeah. And sometimes the leadership sees that before we do, and they they initiate the conversation and say, "Hey, this is not working. Something's not right. Whatever, blase, blase. Hmm. I don't know. But it's always best if the leadership approaches you and yeah. asks you to leave. You just need to go. Yeah, I think so. And even if. Even if the leadership is in the wrong, yes, absolutely, it will definitely be better. Yes, it's not worth staying trying to take your stand on the Mm -hmm. church grounds, right? You know, hurting the church even more, splitting it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just if the leadership asks you to go, right or wrong, yeah, the best thing is just to go. Right, it really is. It really, really is. So, Mm -hmm. if the leadership asks you to leave your church. Don't take a stand. That's not a hill that God has called you to die on. Mm-hmm. Right. Just go and accept it. Yeah. And walk away. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I want to do one more, and I think this might be the best reason that, that you could have to leave a church, and that's if God's calling you uh, to leave. Yeah. If God's calling on your life requires you to leave, so like planning a church, uh, if you're called to be you know, missionary, yeah. uh, a minister somewhere else, um, you know, yeah, you you feel like God's calling you to go somewhere, but you're like, oh, maybe I should stay and help out here. Uh, if God's calling you, yeah, you better go. Yeah, if yeah. there's a burden, if something's breaking your yeah. heart, even if it's so, much simpler than that, and you're just moving, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe right. maybe yeah. it's a move that's. Like thirty minutes away, yeah. But it's you still have to think about it as 
if God's calling me to move. Right. Or you me... go to college. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to college. Uh, I left my church, my home church that I grew up in after I went off to college and I got so much flack. I was like, I'm an hour and a half away. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say, sometimes churches still think you could can do it. You know, like, right. yeah, yeah, it's going to be 45 minute drive, but you can you still can do it. And you know what? I had the same issue, which mine yeah. wasn't even as valid as yours because we hadn't, this was not the church that I had grown up in. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, when I went off to college, I was about 45 minutes away yep. and I got a lot of shame yeah. <laughs> and a lot of, um, you know, kind of how could you leave? Yeah. And, and, and I think it does, it does need to be said that leaving a church for any reason, good, bad, or ugly, it's never easy. No. no. It's Lord never an easy thing. And so that's why I think uh, it, it, we can, it's never too much to say, we can't ever say it enough, conversation. Yeah. Conversations right. need to be had, even if it's a bad reason or an ugly reason or it's awkward or you know, the person you're talking to, the leadership that you have to have a conversation yeah. with, it's about them, you know, whatever the reason, obviously you want to, you want to pray about it and you want to come from a place of love and respect because it's going to hurt yeah. Yeah. Um, someone no matter what. Um, but uh, there are good reasons. Yeah. To well, I didn't think I would have to have that conversation. I just assumed like right. an hour and a half away. <laughs> For college. Yeah. You don't think, you think, okay, well it's a given, yeah. but apparently. And, and then not. on top of that, I'm, trying to you know get a job as a minister yeah and you know i'm filling in places right. and everything like that but yet they're still like why don't you come to church and i'm like well i have a job yeah and yeah. part of the problem with that is just insecurity <laughs> in leaders and pastors because i was just thinking like th- there are all these good reasons that you can leave a church but no matter which one of these good reasons you bring up to the leadership or your pastor for some reason, in the back of their mind, they always think it's still it's them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, a, it comes from a place of insecurity. And you just have to know that. You have to be emotionally aware yeah. that no matter how good the reason is, it still kind of stings and hurts. Right. We know this yes. full well because we are in like a heavily uh, military, you know, yes. pl- we have bases all around us. We have people come in and they have a date that they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And so, and still, even when yeah. you know it, <laughs> even when you know they're military, even when you know they're that like they leave this month of this year, it still hurts. Absolutely. It's still like, man, I, I don't really like that. So, yeah. yes, that was a good point. It's like good, bad, or ugly. It always kind of stings a little. Yeah. But certainly the best reason I agree is if God calls you, to another place, to something else, hmm. you know, better to yeah. go with God for and, sure. You know, then stay somewhere out of, you know, whatever yeah. shame. Well, then let's uh, get to the bad reasons. Okay, bad reasons, bad reasons that people leave their church. Um, I would say it's a bad reason if you want to leave because something in the message offended you. Or something was said that you don't 100% agree with. Um, man, it's just it's just not good. So the first thing is like in messages, you I feel like it's probably healthy that you don't agree with it all the time. Mm-hmm. If every message that's ever preached to you, you 100% agree with. Mm. I'm like with you know like growth requires mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. change hurts sometimes yeah. like yeah. did y'all have growing pains growing up i used Absolutely. to have horrible growing pains yes. in my legs yeah mm-hmm. and so it's a part of the process of discipleship that you you don't you don't like it it rubs you yeah. the wrong way sometimes and you know it's like oh i don't know about that right now clearly there can be things said that you just like i don't agree with that <laughs> at all um so we've been in situations like that before where it's like, okay, why is he even saying this? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but if it's, if it's just, if it's rooted in the gospel, yeah. Yeah. there's a good chance God is going to use something that's right. said to stir you. Yeah. And, and to again, we're not, this isn't theologic, theological uh, points that you're bringing out. This is stuff like, um, like what, give me an example of, of something. Uh, that might offend you? Yeah, yeah. Um, that 
Jesus wants you to pray for your enemies and not okay. talk bad about them. Yeah. I mean, that's elementary, but, you know, it's like there are some things right. that Jesus tells us about and, you know, asks us to do that we don't like. Forgiveness, right. that's never fun. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes that can be brought up in a message and you kind of think the pastor's, you know, getting in your business like he's meddling a little bit, gotcha. mm. but he's really just saying what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what's happening is the Holy Spirit is using it to convict you, right. and conviction at first feels like offense. Offense. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is that? Yeah. You know, like so you've got to really, you know, take that into account. Like, why did that rub me the wrong way? Yeah. You know, was yeah. that God? God was that you trying to tell me something? Yeah. Is why is this you know stinging so much? You just got to explore it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Well, where my mind goes to is like, um, if somebody is is saying, uh, we need to reach out to XYZ community and somebody doesn't like that, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I've seen that happen or, or they get offended over something like Jesus isn't a Republican or Jesus isn't a Democrat. Right. Mm. You know, um, that kind of stuff. Well, that, and that's, that's true too. So like, go ahead and know this right now you don't 100% agree with anybody in your life. Yeah. You're not, you don't 100% line up with anybody in your life. So, of course, you're going to go to church and hear things said that you don't agree with. It's just not, and I know this is hard in our culture mm-hmm. today because we live in a culture where if you don't agree on anything, yep. that can be a red flag of, Oop, I, I, that's a free pass. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not always the case with God. God... God gives us grace to extend to people when we have disagreements. Disagreements are okay. That can that can exist in a community. It exists in my marriage. It existed in my family growing up, yeah. and I still love every single one of them, and I'm, I'm still a part of their lives. Right. Um, so God, God just has God has more expectations for the church and how we treat each other, love each yeah. other. Disagreements is something Jesus followers should be able to work through mm. um, unless it's something that's really big. But that right. box is small. That right. list is small. Right, yes. right, right. Um, so, yes, don't yeah. don't leave just because something offends you or you don't 100% yeah. agree. But, I mean, if the pastor gets up there and says, I am he who was called, I am Jesus, you need to get it the heck yeah, out of so, it. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, blasphemy is on the list. Uh, you know, it's, like, really big things. Um, yeah you know, abuse of any kind, you know, it's like anything that's, yes. So yeah. there is a list there of is. things you can hear and be like, nope, I'm out, I'm done, yeah. got to get out of here. Yeah. But it's just a small list. Right. Should be. Yeah. Should be a small list. Should be. Well, Miss Heather, do you have uh, any reasons? Yes. Okay. So, and this one is going to sound like a good reason, but it's not. And that is if the church that you're attending doesn't have all of the programs that you'd like for them to have. So say you are going to a church plant, they don't have a youth group yet or a women's group or whatever, whatever the group is in your mind that is mm-hmm. necessary to your to yourself or your family. Just because that group's not available to you yet, that's not a good reason to leave the church. And the reason is because we're one body. Mm-hmm. It takes everybody to be able to pull off those kind of things. So a youth group doesn't magically appear. It's something yeah. that has to be built and it takes people to build that. And so I think um, sometimes we can go into a church and think, well, they don't have this, that, or the other. We're checking off our list of things that we would mm. that we want. And that's fine to have the list, but you have to realize that um, God might be sending you there to help Build that oh, thing, yes. and not just not just consume it, but to build Ooh, it. There you go. Ooh. And so I find that to be like that's a bad reason to leave a church. Yeah. Give the church a shot before you jump ship because they don't have the, the youth program, program or mm-hmm. women's group or whatever that program is that you want immediately. Yeah. Mm. As you as we were talking about these bad reasons, that popped into my head: consumerism. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If yeah. you're viewing church as something to be consumed. Mm-hmm. Then it's never, never, it's never going to hit the mark. Right. No. You know? no. Absolutely. Yeah. And just give any church time, just give right. it time, something's going to happen. Right. You know, they're not going to, something, you know, it's like I said, it's not going to be everything you want, you know, but 
I love that you brought the fact you need to like see if God might be bringing you there to build that thing. Yeah. Um, I remember, I don't know if it like TD Jakes or somebody, I don't know, but they said, whatever you get mad about the most in the church is the thing God's calling you to be a part of. So, and that always, that got me. And that's how that was my first dip into ministry was that question led me into the, where I was going to go. Interesting. Because I was always just, it all bothered me that people didn't worship in church. And so right after I heard that him say that question, I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's when my mindset changed. I stopped being a complainer and a critic. And Mm -hmm. I started being somebody who participated and was like, okay, this is the thing God's calling me to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. That's good. All right, Carissa. So um, uh, one of the bad reasons, uh, I guess the last bad reason that we'll talk about before we get into the ugly reasons, is not getting fed. And I have to clarify this phrase because when I first hear this phrase, I uh, don't necessarily think it's a bad reason because I said this phrase uh, when I was very young and very hungry and um, uh, needed a lot of mentorship and a lot of um, leadership. Mm. So it, it needs to be clarified that if, if you're a young Christian um, or even a young person and you do need to be poured into um, and you do need a lot of uh, clarification in scripture, um, et cetera, yeah. Valid. That's that's valid, right? That's not what I'm saying is a yeah. bad reason. What I'm saying is when uh, you say this phrase and you leave a church because you're not getting fed, but you are a mature Christian and you're really just kind of being lazy because you don't you don't want to pour into the, the ministry. Right. You don't want to volunteer. Okay. You don't want to try to set up the Preach. programs that you want. Or you're being impatient Mm-mm. because maybe you've already tried and it's too hard because y'all ministry hard, oh, okay? Oh, my goodness, and that's good. And you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you're just being impatient. Yeah. Or you're just being selfish. Oh, Jesus. Okay? Consuming. Um, yeah, so consumerism. Um, and I think, you know, and I, I am not trying to step on anybody's toes at all because um, there are so many incredible churches in America. And we are so blessed to have so many options, Mm -hmm. uh, even online, to be a part of these incredible experiences. Um, But that is why I think a a lot of times people want to go to these big churches. Not all the time, obviously. um, But a lot of times, if, if your motivation to go to a bigger, more established church is because you're not getting fed oh. or you're being lazy or you're being impatient at the church that you are at and you have been at, but you're just like, I'm just kind of, I've outgrown you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and, and you already are, you're, you're a mature Christian and you should be getting fed at home. If you are a mature Christian, you should not be Sunday morning is the only time you're getting scripture yeah, in you. Sure. Oh, the only time you're man. getting worship in you. <laughs> My if jaw's you, dropping right now. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> If you are a person who's been a Christ follower for a while, yeah. you should be getting, you should be worshiping at home. You should be in your scripture mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. wherever, whenever you should be yeah. in prayer. And that pastor and that leadership and that ministry at that church should not be your one and only place yeah. to get the bread for your soul. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're leaving because, you know, uh, they're not giving you every single thing you need every single week. Yeah. That's a bad reason. Yeah. Ooh, for sure. That's, well, when you first started talking, I was kind of thinking something like that when you're a younger Christian and you're talking about maybe I need, you know, more discipleship, more mm-hmm. depth. Um, I think that can kind of go into the category of uh, mission and theology type thing because yeah. there is there are some churches that, you know, the guy will preach the same sermon every mm-hmm. true every Sunday. Or the absolutely. same the same set at least like he's got like five yeah. yes. bangers and yes. that he's gonna and that's absolutely yeah. that's a good reason to leave. Yeah. If if there is like I said, like we said before, if there's no evident life change, mm-hmm. if it's just kind of gospel message yeah. not not really 
we're not hitting any hard topics. We're not really, uh, you're not really helping me figure out how mm-hmm. to do Christianity in my everyday life, practical yeah. stuff, then okay. But if, if it's just these little nitpicky things, yeah. because you want to just be bottle fed your mm-hmm. whole life and you know, you want us, you want everything to come on a silver platter. Yeah. Um, that's a bad reason to leave a church. Oh man. Yeah. I was going to say too, cause I've ta- I've said this to people. I've said, if I'm the only person you're listening to, God help you. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't even do that. Yeah. Like, I don't even count on just myself. Absolutely. Like, right. all throughout the week, I'm listening to all kind of people. Yeah. I, I'm taking it in from everywhere. So mm-hmm. I never I never have an issue about right. getting fed. I, yeah. I do that when I feel hungry. Right. I get fed. Like, if there, if you know me, there's one thing ain't going to happen. <laughs> I ain't going to go hungry. Like, I ain't going to miss a meal. Yeah. So... That's spiritual too. Yeah. Like if you're hungry, you're gonna go get it. Yeah. And we are, you know, in our our day and age, you you can oh, have yeah. it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. yes, if you're a mature Christian, that's that's good. All right, Amen. I want to do our one Amen. our one rabbit trail for this episode. Y'all ready? Right. Oh, no. All right. I'm I'm just thinking, as a young person or a, a newer Christian, um, can it be important for you to kind of explore churches, different kind of churches, different denominations. Yeah, I, 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 yes. I almost think it's important. I think it is. I had to do that. Yeah. Because I had a lot of, you know, I grew up, like we talked about in the Getting to Know You uh, podcast, I grew up charismatic. Yeah. I grew up as Sons of God. Right. Um, and a lot of that I really did love. I loved, mm-hmm. I, I loved a lot of that culture and a lot of those experiences. But there were a lot of, uh, as I got older um, and I became a more mature Christian, I realized that a lot of it wasn't biblical. Yeah. Um, it caused a lot of confusion for me and for those uh, that you know I, I was a part of their lives. Um, and so, and then, and then on top, so I needed to 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 kind of move away from that and explore the denominations and other church experiences. But also, I had a lot of stereotypes against mm-hmm. other types of denominations that weren't true. Yeah. Um, some were true. <laughs> they weren't all true. Um, and so I had a, yeah. just a lot of, you know, because I think for most people, when you grow up, everything's black and white. Right. And and so you, you do have to... Yeah. And even if it's just as simple as... Because, again, everything's so easily accessed online. But really just... Um, you know, making sure you're experiencing the truth in, in everything and knowing where really where God wants you and where you need to be. Yeah. And I'll come at this from a family pastor perspective and Mm. say that, that I think it's important because that's the transition you make from your parents' faith to Mm. your faith. And, and that's the thing that, um, that as, as pastors, we have to worry about is that we're not, that our kids and our youth are not just, pushing through with their parents' faith. And because what happens is when they go to college, it's gone. And then, and they've got to start all over. So we've got to be encouraging them, even if it's exploring other churches Mm -hmm. that aren't the Mm -hmm. body of Christ we belong to, Mm -hmm. to go out there and explore it and find their own faith because that's what's going to keep them in the long run. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will add one thing to that, which I think is important to have. And the only thing I'm, the only reason I'm saying it is because I feel like I didn't have it. And it would have made yeah, I was, it easier. I was just thinking that because, but I was thinking maybe it's because you didn't grow up right in in church. Yeah, well, because the so thing I, I did the exploring. Yeah, I just wish I would have had one constant relationship to walk with me. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, I explored, but when you're exploring by yourself, you don't know where to land. Like yeah. what you know, like. Just from a theology perspective, um, I feel like a, a good mentor could have saved me mm-hmm. some steps. So, you know, but it's part of the journey. Though, it is part of know? the journey. It is, and I do. I feel like it is important. The exploration. Yeah. I don't know if it's meant to be done alone. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like there needs to be because, like family ministry, you just said. And I, I feel like this is one of the values that you would hold, Heather, is that w- even when you're making that transition, there still needs to be a person. Yes. So, And yes. maybe you might have better language around that. Yes. Absolutely. There should be a person. Hopefully it's in the, in the, in the uh, ministries that they've grown up in. But ideally, 
it would be that their parent mm-hmm. has been partnered with throughout uh, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And then their parent is like, okay, let's, because I've told my kids, like, um, y- you don't have to go here. Mm-hmm. I just want you to, f- I want you to have your own faith. I don't yeah. want you to build your faith based on what I believe. Mm-hmm. I want you to figure it out because I want it to be true and authentic and real. I don't want it to be something that you lose down the road because it was just based on what I believe what Mike yeah. believes or whatever. Oh. So ideally a parent could walk their kid through, let, well, let's go. That would be the let's healthiest ex- looking thing. And that, Absolutely. I mean, I, that's what we would want to see right. in family, in family industry. We want to see, we want to partner with parents enough that they'd want to, yeah. but if not a small it. group leader, small group leader, Somebody. a family pastor. I mean, I think that if, if pastors take their ego out of it, mm. then they could be helpful good. too. And, and yeah. I think, good. I think then uh, if you had a family pastor, who could walk you through it and be like, let's do it. Let's, you know, let's explore it. Because I think as pastors, we got we just got to take yeah. our ego. We yeah. got to take our ego out of it and For think sure. really what is important to um, whoever we're ministering yeah. to. It's like, it's like a guided tour is what kind yeah. of we need is we still get to do the same exploring, yeah. ask the same questions. Yeah. It's when you don't get to explore, don't get to ask the questions. Right. You feel slighted. Like yes. you, there was only one way growing up. Like there was only one way to do it. And, you know, yeah. that's not good. Right. But right. a guided tour, some just that helpful, you know, voice that maybe has been there, done that, and is healthy enough, healthy enough yes. to go with you. That's absolutely. That's that and would I, be ideal. Absolutely, and I think what you're saying, Heather, too, for the ministers that are in these um, young people's lives to take their ego out of. It, I think too, it could be said for the parent to make sure that that they're not pushing their denomination, right, um, or their preference in worship or whatever on their child. And I, I was very blessed to have parents that were supportive. You know, they really, the only thing that I knew for sure that they just wanted to make sure that I had was just a relationship with God because mm-hmm. everything else comes after that. Yeah. yeah. Nice rabbit trail. Yeah, Thank that you. That was great. It was fun. That was a really fun <laughs> rabbit trail. <laughs> so that's the bad reasons. All right, this is the this is the part where I'm most excited for. <laughs> These the ugly reasons. <laughs> the ugly right. reasons. And the ugly reasons are as so defined. We define the ugly reasons as good bad reasons. Are they bad good reasons? I think no. maybe what did we say? you can make a case for both. <laughs> for These are one. bad reasons but still good for you to maybe for you leave. To leave. Yes. So they're bad because you probably should have checked yourself. Yes. They're, you know, it's not like the perfect conditions. Um, but all in all, at the end of the day, you probably still need to walk away. I think we said there are bad, good reasons. Um, and we said that the reason that these are ugly is because you're probably going to find these at the next church you go to because it's a uh, personal. Yeah. I think a lot of these are the hardest. Because you ugly and <laughs> inside. You are the man. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll, I'll lead out with okay. this with yeah. one that I feel like I personally experienced. A ugly reason is an ugly reason to leave the church is if you're just trying to outlast the pastor. Mm. So if you're just at this church because you're making a stand and you're like, you know, you're just in direct opposition to the leadership, but you're not going anywhere. And, and, and I'll, I'll have to quote this. Okay. Cause this is like, I feel like I've honest to God heard this. I was here before you Woo! and I'll be here mm. after you. That right there is ugly <laughs> and you need to get up out of this church. Uh, amen. <laughs> yes. And you, need, sure. you need to pray and you need to look at your heart. Yes. You need to check yourself you before you wreck yourself. Why you're going to church. Yes. yes. Right. I'll, I'll pull Michael Scott and be like, well, I hope you're prepared to die here. <laughs> you're not a pastor here, sir. <laughs> there it is. Yes. So, um, yeah, if you're just trying to outlast the pastor, please do us all a favor. Mm. Do everybody in your, your life a favor. Do your yep. wife or your husband a favor, mm. your kids a favor. Do God a favor mm. and get up out of here. All right. I'm, I'm going to go off that because I feel like it's the same person. If you're causing dissension, mm. gossip, yes. you're backbiting, you're slandering anybody. If you're slandering anyone in the church, yes. uh, it doesn't matter. If you're, yeah, you need to get on up out you. Yes. This is not... This is not high school. Mm-hmm. We ain't playing them games here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh my goodness. Gossip, too, is one of like the most 
acceptable sins that yes. there is I in know. the church world. Yes. Um, what is with that? And, you know, it's all under the guise of, you know. Prayer requests? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> bless oh, her heart. you got to pray for Susie. Bless you got to pray heart. for her. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Just don't. If you're causing, if you're, if you are stirring the pot in your church, mm. God don't like, the, God, you know, he don't like he that. Don't like when Jesus people. came out, he calmed the waters. He didn't like, you know, stir the pot. So, right, so if, if you, you know, really what you need to do is try to mend the relationship with that person or if you have an issue with them, go to them, have a conversation right. in love. But if you cannot do that, yeah. go yeah. ahead That's head, right. head a, on out. let Jesus change head your heart. Out. B, go and talk to the person like the, you know, scripture tells you to. C, if you can't do anything above. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, but just, go. just know you're probably going to have the same issue <laughs> yes. eventually at the next yes. church. You so go to. true. Because the issue is you. Mm. Okay. So another um, ugly reason, and I think it's this kind of, we talked about this in the bad, but it's, it's really consumerism. Um, if you believe in the church's mission, but you want to move on to a church that's more established, has you don't have to volunteer it. Maybe um, mm. it feels a little more comfortable. It's a little bigger. It's got all the things you want. Basically, it's just because you want to consume and you mm. don't want to be a part of it. And that mm. is that's a heart issue. Yeah. Right. And it's a go ahead and leave, be, but you're going to find it at the next church yeah. too. Yes. There's never going to be one that gives you everything you want that you don't have yeah. to pour into because the whole Christian faith is about, it's not just about receiving, right. but it's more about serving and giving. Yes. We, I mean, Jesus modeled all of this for us. I don't have to tell you if, if you know anything about it, but so I think that the consumerism is just, it's ugly. It's not right. good. And, no. and I think it, and it's not that, cause we've, like we've hinted and talked a lot about, you know, big churches. It is not that those are, that those are, are bad places to be at right. and, no. and they're not good ministries and they're not no. doing good things because that's all false. And, and maybe God is calling you to go to a very large church, but it's about the reason. Yes. Why are you, yeah. why yep. are you leaving the church that you've been planted out for a while yes. to go to a big yeah. church? Mm-hmm. The right. consumerism just doesn't look good on you. It no. just doesn't, it doesn't. It, it's not. It's not okay. And, you know, it's like they always say, you leave and you're trying to go find the perfect church, but when you get there, it's not going to be perfect anymore. That's right. Um, so it's like, don't, don't, it's the, it, it's the heart. It's not about yeah. the church. Right. It's not yeah. about where you go. Absolutely. It's that and, heart. And consumerism happens in big churches and little churches. Absolutely. So oh, it's just yeah. easier to Absolutely. hide in a big church. Right. In yeah. a big church, it's easier to hide because they don't, they're not like looking for eight volunteers and they only have 10 people. So <laughs> right. <laughs> the and, church. You, and, no, and the thing is, like, we, we, we have the examples we have because of just our own perspective. You can flip it. Churches, you know, somebody that's wanting to leave a big church and go to a small, you know, country church where they mm. do potlucks and because that's that's what Right. You that's know, what they want to consume. With. That's the yes, yeah, it's like out of the buffet that we have in front of us, yeah. that's the food that I like the right. best. Yes. And I don't know about that. I mean, there's a part you should like where you're at. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. But if it gets to a point where it's purely selfish and it's just yeah. mm-hmm. I'm only making a decision based on what I can get out of this. Mm-hmm. And if ugh. you're hopping, like if you land at a church for six months and then you're like, you land in another church for six yeah, months. Yeah, God wants you to be planted. At some point you have to just re-examine yourself and be like, why, why do I keep searching for something more of what I want instead of planning myself and asking God to help me build what I want yeah, or whatever. I think so. just always asking the why. Yeah. Always yeah. searching your yes. heart. And Absolutely. asking God to clarify and asking God to search your heart and give you that clarification yep. so that you know if it's a good, a bad, or an ugly reason. Yeah, and if it's an ugly... Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Last ugly reason. What if my ex... Still goes to the church. Mm. <laughs> oh, what do goodness. you do in that situation? What do you do? I mean, I just you can't blame you can't <laughs> blame blame them for wanting to leave because you know it, it's in stages. So like yeah. it's your ex, and then you try. What to are make we it, talking about though? Are we talking about ex girlfriend, boyfriend, or ex? I feel like it's all the spouse. same. I don't know. I feel like it's all the same. It's all the same because they're going to the same church. There would be no youth split up. Left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 
kids are more flexible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like when this happens as an adult, it's like you split up, and so you go to church the next week. You sit at the opposite ends of Ooh. the auditorium or whatever mm-hmm. space you're in. It's awkward. Yeah, it's super awkward. Yeah, and then it might just be best to go ahead. I, think, I know. I yeah. think you could. Yeah. You know, I, again, I think it just depends. It depends on the person. It depends on the breakup. Um, how long the relationship lasted. I think you could, you know, give it your best shot. And, <laughs> I think it would be easier know, at a big if, church. Yeah, for sure. If oh, yeah. A big church. For but sure. again, especially if you're going to uh, a medium to small mm. number church, you know, it, it is definitely, it does definitely feel like a family. And it, it is yeah. really hard to avoid you know, if, that person. If those people were like involved enough yeah. to, I'm afraid that it could split the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Between his and hers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to tell you. I'm on his side. I'm on her side. (laughs) So, you know, me and Lindsay were high school sweethearts. And when we got into college, we broke up. Mm. Um, And if she was here, she would really tell every single detail. Why, Jared? Why did y'all break up? Because Jared is stupid, is why. (laughs) And so we broke up, but we were on the worship team together. Okay. <laughs> it's getting spicy. Um, and I got to tell y'all, the, the week after I, we broke up, I came into the church and I got the nastiest looks and talks from the worship oh, team. I, I remember. They definitely well were on her side. Oh, yes, they were. They were. It didn't matter, really. They were on her side. And, oh, I got some talks like, what are you thinking? And, mm. you know, so if that would have lasted much longer, we probably could not have... Um, probably been in the same yeah. place but obviously I repented. Got stuff together god god woke me up yeah. stopped me in my tracks damascus Good. road experience <laughs> the light was shown on the situation and i came crawling back like i should have and it's been just blissful and blessed ever since Oh, well, you know what? I think we should end the discussion there because <laughs> that's just beautiful that just beautiful We'll stick around right after the break for Tops and Snots. Again, if you have to ask, you won't get it. Tops and Snots. Yeah, we need to do a little. We do. Yeah. Jingle. All right. I need Jared's Tops and Snots. Okay, this week, let me give you the tops first because it's incredible. It is called the muscle hook. <laughs> what is that? And okay, Sounds like a torture device. Well, it's not. It is a, <laughs> never mind. I was going to say pleasure device, but oh, wow. I don't want wow. people to take it the wrong way. But it is, it's called the muscle hook. It, it's literally like an S-shaped hook that's big. And it has like some offshoot little sticks on it. Uh So it is a self-massager. And you take this hook and you, it it like has the perfect grips. Like do it over your shoulder. Yeah, you do it, you throw it over your shoulder, has the perfect grips where you can really dig in and give yourself. Do y'all? I didn't didn't know it was called the muscle hook. Yes, we have that. Oh my gosh. It is wonderful, especially if you have a lot of like knots in your back. I had a headache last week, and I was like, let me give this a try. And I just muscle hooked mm-hmm. that thing right out of my muscle life. Muscle hook it. It is incredible. So we got it uh, probably, what, a week and a half ago at Target, and I literally at the house, literally, it just hangs around my neck like an <laughs> accessory. I walk around with it on. Anytime I stop, I just take it off and yeah. start working it out. Yes. It is incredible. And it does everything. Like you can be sitting down, do your feet, your legs. Uh, it has uh. balls on it where you can do your neck. So it's neck. a little different than yeah, what we have. Yeah, yours is a little more. Yeah, yeah. it's ours. very versatile. So I'll let s- me tell you, Jared, you're going to be a little upset. I saw the same thing at Five Below for $5. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, because this one was $30 at Target. Oh. It's the Now, listen now. It's the best $30 I spent in, a, in 2020. Well, okay. I'm sure it's a little bit better than the one at Five Below. Yeah, we'll compare. Okay. <laughs> this one's sturdy, too. I think it's like, you know, heavy duty. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's incredible. The muscle hook, you ought to get The it. muscle hook. Yes. Okay, so snots this week. Um, something I'm really disgusted by our seaweed snacks. Have y'all seen this? No, it sounds awful. Okay, because it is all the rave in our house amongst our children. Um, Actually, just the girls, just the two girls. 
the boys, I guess, are smarter um, <laughs> because they it's at Target. We literally have bought Target out, like we because the girls they go through these like hotcakes, and it's just sheets of dried seaweed, and it's the most disgusting thing that you've ever smelt. <laughs> really, your, you Sounds couldn't terrible. eat it through smelling it. I mean, huh. did you try it? Have you no, tried it? absolutely not. <laughs> Just because of smell? No, yes. I start dry heaving every time they break these things out. Why do they like mm. them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. So, it's so interesting. I don't, but it's not like seaweed that you get for mm, sushi or No, because I'm down with that. Sushi's okay. fine. Like I eat, eat that all day long. This is nasty. Hmm. <laughs> This is nasty, and I don't know why they're doing flavor, it. Flavor, or is it just? I don't. What do you mean flavor? <laughs> like I'm not putting it in my mouth. Like, does it have sour cream and onion? No, like no, it's pickle? no straight, just seaweed flavor, just like the original. What? Yeah, it's the nasty. Ocean. The flavor is the ocean. Yeah, because literally, if you want to know what it smells <laughs> like, just go get a fish tank, dump you about twenty fish in there, and don't clean it for a year. <laughs> Take the top off and smell it. That's oh, what these seaweed no. snacks smell like. It's I can't get within five feet of them because it is potent. It's nasty. I'm telling you. There must be some like vitamin or mineral in there that they really needed in their mm-hmm. diet. Well, yeah. you know, we did find out that it's the highest in um, iodine. I think it's it's oh. the it's what you can get a lot of iodine out of this. Okay, so maybe I don't care. I don't care. I will be iodine deficient the rest Eat of a my Flintstone life. Vitamin. If it comes from the seaweed, so. I'm, I'm, it's not, it's, it's not it's supposed snot. to be a thing. It's not happening in my life. Mm. I'm snot going to eat it. It's <laughs> disgusting. But it's a top for your girls. It's a top for the girls. And really, at the end of the day, I just think that's rebellion. I think they like it. <laughs> uh, I think they suffer through it and they like it because I don't. And that's Ooh. it. Sure. They think it's sure. funny. Yeah. Do they, do they tease you with it? Do they bring it up to you? Because they'll I wave it and stuff. Mm. It's nasty. Hmm. It's nasty. Oh, I'm sorry you have to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carissa, tops and snots. All right, so uh, my top this week is the Chosen uh, series. Um, so Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, okay. So uh, it's an app, so uh, you can watch it on, I think, any device. It's a show on an app? It's a show on an app. Okay. Yes. But not on Netflix or something? No, it's not. Right, so this is completely... Funded by people. It okay. was a GoFundMe. All started right. as GoFundMe. Um, they actually are working on season two, mm-hmm. but it's still funded by the people. Okay. Um, so, you, and, and if you have the app, you can constantly see how many viewers there are. You can see who paid for the episode that you're watching. Um, Interesting. So, and it is just, I have, you know, growing up in church, growing <laughs> up in a minister's home, and I, and I was very sheltered. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot oh, goodness, of things. Here it comes. And so I, yeah, I watched pr- almost every single biblical retelling yeah. that there was ever mm-hmm. made. Um, and, and I'm not saying that they weren't good. They, there were some good ones that I enjoyed. But this is just on a different level. Um, it is so well done just across the board. Yeah. Uh, the performers, the costuming, um, the music, the writing, it's written in vernacular that we use. Yeah, um, which I think is really cool. Yes, uh, the accents are accurate. Um, you know, it's not like Old English or British. Um, and and a <laughs> lot of it is... There's not a white is, guy playing Jesus. There's, there's no white people. What? It's, it's, yeah. Well, except for the, except for the Romans. Cancel. They're white. <laughs> um, Cancel. It's all just, it really just... I'm such a visual person. Obviously, I love theater, and so I love seeing yeah. stories told on screen and on stage. And and you just really feel like you're a part of that time period. Yeah. And and there's a lot of filling in the blanks. There's a lot of creative um, right uh, liberty liberty taken, but it's all within. Um, uh, it all makes sense. Yeah. It, but it, it is a retelling? Yes. So what yes. does it start with, like Old Testament or New so, Testament? No, it starts with, um, I don't know, it, it jumps around a little bit, but uh, it it starts with the perspectives of different uh, characters in the Bible okay. when Jesus first. So you don't even see Jesus until like the third episode, I think. Okay. Well, you see him in the first, but it's it's very quickly. And it's it's his beginning. It's, it's okay. when he, people, you're starting to hear whispers of this uh, homeless guy walking around uh, performing miracles, saying things that no one's heard before. Um, The very first episode, I was in tears by the end of it because it was (gasps) about Mary Magdalene and it was about her her spiritual 
struggle, her her possession, oh. and the Pharisee uh, um, Nicodemus tried to heal her, didn't work. Um, Jesus came into the picture. He walked in and just put his hand oh. on her head, and and she was healed, and it was just really, really beautiful. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just such a beautiful retelling of yeah. the life and ministry of Christ. Um, and I love it because it's from different people's perspectives and kind of how they how it felt for this man to come in. So it's called Chosen, The Chosen. The the chosen. chosen. It's an app. It's an app. And can you cast it to your TV? Yes, okay, you can cool. cast it to your that's TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Wonderful. really well done. So that's my top. You're going to look that um, up? Yeah, look it up. My snot is, I don't even, I don't know if this is what you call it, but this is what I call it, uh, skeleton masks. Okay, like for COVID? So not on Halloween, okay? Not this Halloween is, mask. I'm trying to go to the store to buy some groceries and, and from around I'm going to just, I'm just going to put on <laughs> this bandana over my face instead of a normal mask and it's half face skeleton. Mm. And that's what I it. want to greet people with who's, who've never seen me before. All they can see <laughs> are my eyes. And I want them to think that I'm a creepy old evil listen, skeleton. Listen, okay. I know trying you Trying to buy it. some grapes. I know you hate it. But doesn't this tell you enough about this person to know that you don't want them in your life? Absolutely. No, I, 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 yes. I'm thinking there's a certain type of person. Like, I'm glad we got this out of the way right here because (laughs) now I know everything I need to know. But I just don't get it because these are grown people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about kids. Even more. This, even more to my point. People who choose to, and, and look, I'm all for expressing yourself. I'm all for, obviously not. (laughs) I'm all for using. Of you know clothing and accessories to express your individuality and your personality, but like, what are you trying to express? Because well, you look creepy. They're expressing what you like. Some, what you some already know. Yeah. You don't want to be around. Yeah, them. they're putting it out there. You just ain't wanting to pick it up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yep. It's just it's baffling mm. to me that that's what you would choose. Skeleton mask. Skeleton mask. All right, Miss Heather. Okay, so my tops this week is all things streaming, and I'm a little embarrassed to admit that we have five streaming subscriptions at our house, Netflix, Hulu, <gasps> Amazon Prime, <gasps> Disney Plus, Stars. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, right now they're not creating yeah. new televisions. Well, it's still cheaper mm. than cable. Um, Absolutely. Together. Better. I'm even more embarrassed to say that we also have DirecTV. Okay. So um. we're very... <laughs> Well, we can no longer go with you on this talk. <laughs> You're, this is a voyage you must take all by yourself. <laughs> anyway, so we are, in my family, we are loving, like, watching old shows. So the girls okay. and I are re-watching America's Next Top Model. Do it. Yes. In all Love of it. its terrible glory. In all of its offensive horribleness. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Mike and I are re-watching Grey's Anatomy from the beginning. That's so okay. that'll keep that's us good. busy for the next year. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Have a long time. Um, I'm re-watching Glee. And then no. don't even get me started oh, on Netflix sad. originals because there are so many good ones that, that's like, yeah. I mean, that you don't have to do anything else with your life right now. Yeah. You can just says the Enneagram yourself. Nine. Have you <laughs> have you uh, gotten into Umbrella Academy yet? No. I'm still mm. gonna go there. Yeah. I'm still going I'm, there, but you got to go there. Yeah, I'll, I'll do now, that. Now it's not you know there's some there's some holes, but it's good. Okay. It's well, they yeah there was one episode where we're like okay we're done with this. But uh, they got us they back. They rolled us back in. <laughs> okay. They did it. Well, you know, well, actually, it was at the very end of that episode. They were like, okay, they got I'm, us. I'm not as tuned in they as y'all, me. so I will totally miss that hole <laughs> and breeze, breeze straight on through. Okay, but also before we move on from your top, Heather, you watch Glee? Listen. You're a Gleek? You're a Gleek? Uh, yes, that's sad and right you know now. Why? With the because things it's that terrible. Have that would mm. I w- that would be a downer for me. Yeah, I mean it's terrible. Um, but that's why yeah. when when the new you know you know so many Glee people have pa- yeah. uh, have died. But I was like, oh, I remember like enjoying some of these episodes, the music. So yeah, I dove back in. I dove back in there. I, I didn't even know was on Ooh, there. Defying uh, gravity. Okay, What's her face was on there? Yes. That was uh, Glinda. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth. That's yes. right. Yes. Okay. Now I never watched the show. I tried. Sometimes Galinda. I fast forward through the plot just to get to the next. <laughs> You're not there for the yeah, plot. The music, it's just most, music. A lot of the music is good. Like their Defying Gravity is stellar. Yeah. yeah. Top and then, notch. Yeah. And yeah. I love rewatching shows that I used to watch and being like, 
This is, this is terrible. Oh, America's, oh, man. I'm sure America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show growing up. Oh my gosh, it's, this terrible. Is so it's terrible. terrible. But I love it. Okay. I'm tops. Here for all that. I'm there for all that tops, except the direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, we spend a lot of money on TV, I think. It's okay. We You're might an Enneagram need to nine. I mean, what else are you going to spend money on? <laughs> that's your priority. Right now. <laughs> a couch. That's the only two things you need in life. <laughs> okay, so my snots is cooked fruit. I think it's nasty. It's hot. It's mushy. Mm. It doesn't taste good. And I think that God created fruit to not be to be consumed in that. Yeah. yeah. So like, like how he created it is how it tastes good. Yeah. See, the listeners need explanation because right. Cause like when she said this before, you thought like grilled pineapple, that's yeah. kind of like cooked fruit. No, no, no. She's talking about like cobblers. I was going to say oh, like peach uh, cobbler. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, you know yeah, what? That's insane. I'm with that. Or like a, I like an apple. Cobbler. Yeah. Uh-uh. Something. Yeah. I'm not. I guess I can. I mean, it's okay, but it's always a little bit unsettling. I mean, I I'll eat pumpkin it. pie. Why? Well, and I'll eat around is the blueberries in a it blueberry muffin, but it's different. <laughs> that, Wait, it's not, seeds have fruit? Which one has fruit? Seeds yeah, have vegetables. fruit. Vegetables fruit have, have seeds. Vegetables have seeds? No. <laughs> no, fruit has seeds. Fruit that's has right. sne- seeds. Sneeds. So it is <laughs> pumpkin, but that's pureed. It's a different, it's a different okay. situation. Okay, it's the texture. Hot, yes. mushy fruit is disgusting. So you mm-hmm. you said you eat blueberry muffins. But I won't eat the But blueberry. you eat around the blueberries. <laughs> eat around the blueberries. This is insanity. Huh. That's interesting. Mm. It's I, not interesting. Yeah. It's insane. It is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just all the things. I so just good cobbler please. with some right? vanilla ice cream. Some peach mm, cobbler no. or some, you know. No. A blueberry tart. This is the dirty this south. Is, and so you when it's my birthday, please do not bring any apple right. pie or okay. peach so cobbler up in here because be. that's gross. I'll bring a cold fruit salad. <laughs> so like, just a cup of just fruit. Just bring an apple. Oh, <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking about all the things you'd have to forfeit. I know. Pop-tarts? That's a difference. That's I don't even fruit. know that that's real fruit. It's <laughs> like fruit okay. paste. I mean, fake newtons <laughs> or blue, you know, all that's fine. But it's like. I think she's meaning like, like whole fruit, like pieces of peach in a peach cobbler yes. but you do the pumpkin so i feel like if i pureed it you'd eat it i mean i probably not okay hmm. probably not just because now i have made a stance See, that's that what, i'm not yes. eating yeah now, now you, you can't gotta come back do, now it's the rest you of your life back. you gotta get a bunch of apples peel them puree them but and then that's applesauce apple you like applesauce mm. i mean hot not, applesauce not really i have applesauce is who I mean, likes applesauce unless you're three years old <laughs> i know like um <laughs> Old people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, three or 63. Okay. All right, cooked fruit. There it goes. Tops and nuts. All right. I know I'm going to get made fun of for my top, and I just got to say I have a one-and-a-half-year-old, and so this is the only reason that I watch this show, but I got to tell you, I probably would watch this show on my own, okay? Oh... All right. It's the Not So Late Show with Elmo. Never heard of it. Is this like a Jimmy Fallon thing? Like No. A, I mean, a late it's, show? it's like yes. a late show. It's in late show fashion. But it, yes, yes. It's so, it is so cute. It's cute. And it's so clever, too. It is. It really is. So they do it in, in the form of like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. He does a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. He's got He jokes. wears a suit, which Elmo in a suit. Oh. Elmo in a suit is... is just wonderful, but he has his, guests. He has yes, famous guests. But it is so clever. It like is so, humans, yes, yes. yes. like real, yes. like Jimmy Fallon was on for oh. one. Yeah, they do. They have little competitions, like the they game have games. Okay. And then they'll have yeah, they'll have a musician come on. Look at that. Well, the Look, next time it I is, maybe said Joe, smart. It's smart humor. Really? It's yes. for the kid and the parent. Yeah, so sure. it could lock Absolutely. you in and your absolutely. absolutely. They knocked it out of the park. It's on. It streams on HBO Max. Um, so that's one more thing we got to oh get, which is another <laughs> thing. But we got it because we have AT and T, so it's free for like a year. Okay, so I'm just enjoying it while I got you it. Get you it know, in. yeah, you know, which um, I will say, Sesame Street, what has been woke since before woke was a thing, y'all. They, they started woke, y'all. Yeah, they really Dang. did. Yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> All right, my snot is flavored coffee. Now I'm not talking about. Coffee, coffee with, flavor. with flavor. Like, I love hazelnut creamer. Um, I love a syrups. vanilla latte. Syrups, go for syrups. Uh, flavored creamers, yes, love it. I'm talking about when you buy, like, vanilla bean 
coffee. Yeah, like it's brewing. been it's been roasted. Yeah, the flavor's some been type like of flavor somehow roasted into the coffee. into it. It never goes well to me. It I'm, tastes I'm yeah, I agree. so I'm with you. weird. I don't, I don't I like it. I think at all. there's like, is it because it's like an artificial? Artificial? Type? I don't know. Yeah, because we got a like a creme brulee. Uh, yeah, pack of K cups and. There was just something. There's just something about it. Just, yeah, it's not, not I don't like it either. Now, the, yeah. I didn't that had, you know I didn't think about it. Why as did much. It, why so this? They make it so much. People like people because, love it because people. Some people that are listening to this right now, Ryan, <laughs> really love that coffee. Well, I don't understand. Yeah. My sister pretty much strictly drinks flavor coffee, mm-hmm. and the only one I've ever had. I was at her house. Um, I had went to visit, and mm-hmm. she had. The Cinnabon cinnamon roll. And so I have that kind, not really liking flavor coffee, yeah. but like I like, I need coffee. That seems next level to See, me. See, it always so, sounds it good. good. It that sounds delicious. That one was the only one that I've ever had that I was like, oh, this well, is there's good. I've had it for me every out, now and again. There's one for me out there, but I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you think you have a flavored coffee that Ryan would approve of, you can send it to me because yeah. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> send, it <laughs> yeah. send it to 208 Pass Road, Goldport, Mississippi, 39507. And yeah. Go ahead, send us some. That's good. We're looking forward to it. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. We have had a great time here at the Not Allowed Podcast. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs>